God. No, that's better. Thank you. <laughs> that's not, not I, look, actually, I look pretty slim. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't go that far. Um, welcome to Podcast 172, everybody. Um, oh. You all know who we are. I'm Dexter. Are we got we got Tyler. We got Tim. Um, Carrie is on his way. He's just got some computer problems right now. Usually it's me, but it's today it's him, so it's us three to start right now. So welcome You really... Over. Missed an opportunity this week to open that with howdy. Yeah, yeah, you're right. That was an absolute opportunity missed. <laughs> I, I can't believe I, I can't believe I didn't do that. You should have worn like, your plaid shirt. Could have had a cowboy hat on. Yeehaw! No, I'm wearing, <laughs> I'm wearing my Dolphins hat right now because they won this week, and I can't bring myself to put a Blue Jays hat on at the moment because, holy cow! Hey, we need to win this series. Let's just lose three straight and be absolutely atrocious. <laughs> well, for me, baseball doesn't exist this week because I'm on a bye. Yes, you're on a bye for the consolation round, so congratulations. <laughs> hey, I was good enough to be good in the bad. Uh, yeah, it's perfect. That, that you, can't, you can't lose out, right? It's only... Yeah. It's pretty good. I mean, let's, it's, we can talk about that a little bit. Daryl ended up losing. Daryl did end up losing. They ended up, Katie and Daryl ended up tying overall for like points per se throughout the season, but Katie won the head to head and she had more wins than ties. Um, so she pulls herself out of the basement, comes in 11th, and Daryl is dead last for the regular season. So punishment number one will be to Daryl. I mean, who gets to award? Ryan, because Ryan, Ryan was first overall. Ryan. And then uh, if you look at it, Katie is losing to Hendo, and Daryl's losing to Terry. Could be right back to it again. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. So because it's like bracket style, like how do we decide the loser-loser of playoffs? Oh, last-last. So like right now, so um, the... Uh, yeah. The two, the two losers of the consolation. The two losers of the consolation. So either, yeah, it'd be right now if it was the way it was, it'd be Katie versus. Um, Do they, they play? They play he, the losers of. Will play the, each other. Yes, correct. Oh, okay. Right. Well, then it's so, easy to decide. Yes. So you, so you and Johnny have nothing to worry about. Right. Sweet. It's just those four. Yeah. Yeah. So you're okay. Nice. So the uh, the loser of the playoffs will also get another punishment from the winner of the playoffs. So um, looking forward to seeing how that turns out. How did you do in uh, fantasy football this week? We got all the fantasy sports going. Um, I created an excellent team name, but honestly, like I think it was close. I don't know. The points is so different. I don't know what happened. Well, you have yeah, 15, 16 more weeks to figure it out. No, I don't. I'm good enough where I am. <laughs> All right, where? Which uh, which team are you? Oh, you're oh, you're touchies and dingies. Yeah, you were facing me. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> I had to. I had to come up with um, a name, much like the dingers, and I started with the downers. But I didn't love that. 
I love that. But then Katie was like, oh, well, you have, like, first downs and second downs, so this is, like, a little confusing. So I think touchies is way better. <laughs> Kerry hops on the right time. I mean, touchies <laughs> is something. Tying is touchies. I've heard about this all week. Yeah. I got, like, three in the span of an hour. It was great. <laughs> yeah, it's because all the games run at exactly the same time. <laughs> like, that's kind of how it goes. Yeah. Hey, what, what about um, what about Aaron Rodgers? Thank God the Packers got rid of him. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm. I don't even feel remotely bad for him. No. Like at all. A little home. bit of karma. A little bit of karma. Again, for for those of us at home that have no idea what's going on, not that any of us on podcast would not be aware. What happened with Aaron Rodgers? Torrance, <laughs> <Aaron>, yeah. <laughs> Aaron, yeah, Aaron, no, not ACL. Um, it's Achilles. 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 You could you could actually watch the video and see it snap into his calf. It's gross. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so that, that that that's his career. Four snaps in a Jets uniform, and he's gone. But he got paid seventy five million for that. Guaranteed you think, money. You think that's career ending for him? It probably will be. Because he's 39, and I don't know if he wants it or he's older. I just don't think he wants to come back. Achilles are also really hard to heal. Like, I had a football player who had a torn Achilles, and it's like he's two years post-rupture, and he's still barely playing full capacity. Yeah. Yeah. I just, just, you know, you're right. Because when you're trying to get back into shape for the season – the training regimens are already high, and then on top of that, you're dealing with an injury, and that's and you're you're alone. Like there's nobody with you, right? You know you know how it is. So I I just don't see him doing it. I think he could be goodbye. Yeah, yeah. After all the drama around him, for not, not I mean last year obviously lots, but for years, for years the drama around him, and then he goes to another team, and that's just that. Yeah. Dexter, you want to know what's worse than watching the video of an Achilles rupture? Hearing an Achilles rupture. No, we're good. (laughs) Please describe that to us. No, no, no. Do you know those little, like, cork guns that there used to be? Yeah. Sounds like that. Oh, boom. Yeah. Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. (laughs) Um, Fun facts. What what about about those Raiders, eh? What about those Raiders? Jason, I, I've heard this too, and like, while I agree to some extent, they have specific shoes for all co- the the turf fields, the regular fields. Like, I, I don't know if it actually makes a difference. I don't know. I, I think there's a little bit, but you know what makes me wonder about this? Why isn't it? Where hasn't there been more Achilles injuries on synthetic lanes since we moved to wood? It's exactly the same thing. Yeah, you're right. Exactly yeah, the same thing. Exactly. We're wearing, we're wearing cleats on artificial turf. And you know what? And, and it's sense. not and it's not natural wooden lanes anymore. It's synthetic. And it's, it's a like, high impact spore, and people are getting yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I think honestly, we should maybe well, boycott uh, synthetic lanes now. I still think that we should have like a full contact tournament. I'm out. <laughs> you talk a big game though, Ty. <laughs> That's when I've had like a couple more of these. That, that's totally fair. I'm, I'm no I'm no expert on it at all, but yeah. Um, yeah. 
Did Raiders. we go over that I'm dead last after the first week? You so, are. Yeah. Like Tracy destroyed me. Well, let's be fair. All my players underperformed. So that's not on me. That's on them. So who had oh who had Rogers? Not I. Not Maybe nobody had Rogers. No, somebody had Rogers. Somebody I'm sure he would have got drafted being the savior of the Jets. Well, yeah, I'm surprised uh, Tyler didn't draft him in the second round. No, I picked the man with the flow. <laughs> the man yeah. with the flow? I'm not going to pick the senior citizen. Come on now. Oh, son of a <laughs> Yeah, he's actually younger than Carrie. Yeah. Uh, I'm aware. <laughs> so, yeah, Ra- Raiders are 1 and 0. Oh, and uh, Adam So are the Packers. So are the Packers, too. Yeah, so are the Dolphins. Impressive, eh? Hey, I picked the Packers for my defense. So that's good, right? Mm-hmm. Yay. Your, they have a your, top defense. Who, who's your NFL team? Who do you cheer for? Um. What's your favorite color? I don't know if I could name. Okay, so I do actually have an answer for this, but I don't know if I could name more than like. uh, Actually, I I probably know a decent amount of teams, but the only reason that I cheer for Cincinnati is because they're the Bengals and I like Tigers. I have a tattoo of one, so that is the only reason that I will cheer for them. Okay, well, that's okay. They're a good team. Yeah. Yeah. It's the only reason. Yeah, yeah, that's usually (laughs) what people do. It's the same reason I used to cheer for San Jose Sharks. Oh god! Do you have a shark tattoo? I do not, but I love sharks. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah. <laughs> Tim's vocabulary is filled with the word "cool" this evening. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, honestly, I was perfectly fine until the first comment that came on here was Lyle Dolphson Team Dexter, and he instantly triggered me, and I just wanted to tell him to get the fuck off the feed. You be nice to Lyle. Lyle is no one a likes Lyle's saint. a great guy. He's yeah, a Lyle's saint. A, yeah, he's a racist. He brings up Asians all the time and the Chinese buffet. How about? <laughs> Thank you. I don't know. I think this might be a perfect time to bring in our guests. He looks like they're ready. Yeah, I think so. Oh, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Walks away. <laughs> oh, Lord. I'm okay. so sorry, Lyle. Bowling so has sorry. been on for like a week. The bowling season has been active for a week and we are failing miserably. As we always do. Okay. Well, at least we're on brand. Okay. 100%. <laughs> All right. Let's bring in our uh, our newest proprietors of Panorama Lanes and our hosts of the first inaugural 2023 Beef Bowl. Hello, everybody. Aaron Curtis Deering. Oh, Curtis is on. I didn't think he was be able to make it. Hey, the title says Kara and Curtis Deering. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I, that was that was just changed. Perfect. Great to see you two. It was changed a while ago. Hi. You know, Hi. you notice <laughs> if we oh, display does. names, it's Kara. Oh, it's just me. I'm the most important. The face of the tournament, if you will. Yeah. Was that no a title. picture of a bull? Pardon? <laughs> um, so, great tournament. I know not the entry numbers, I guess, you were hopeful for. There was lots of re-entries that obviously didn't play again due to... Um, it was tough scoring. Did you guys find it tough? Curtis, I know you you unfortunately didn't get to play as many shifts as you were hoping to, but... I don't know. I, I felt if you threw the ball well and didn't overthrow it, it would be pretty fair. 
Mm -hmm. Compared to what it was before, it was substantially better. <laughs> Two fifty would have been high qualifier before. Right. Yeah, that's fair because the cut line was twenty twenty three. That sounds right. Yeah. Yep. How many guys were over two eighty? A few. I can't read. Three. That. Three people always, over two eighty. I always found it was it was decent scoring down there. Yeah. We're getting kickbacks, like a lot of kickbacks now. Mm -hmm. Like chops. Yeah. Chops never I saw a lot of chops turn into strikes. Yeah. Lots of seven counts. A seven oh, yeah. spare at a very unfortunate time against me. <laughs> I'm not upset about it's fine. <laughs> yeah, drink I your spared, big boy drink there, Ty. <laughs> I spared two of them in game seven in order to give myself a little bit of room to almost miss the cut. So that was fun. <laughs> you spared two sevens? <laughs> yeah. To give uh, myself a chance. Yes. Give myself. <laughs> hey, oh. vocabulary is tough over here. Um, so let's go back to you guys announced the tournament in March. Walk us through what was like step one for your team or for you guys. Come up with the name. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's kind of the unique opportunity we have to be able to share two of our passions with the bowling world. We raise cattle for a living and now we run a bowling center. And I don't know, just creating something different for people to experience, I, I guess, is something we were looking at so that's why we came up with that name and, and an opportunity for people to eat beef and pet cows and <laughs> bed Ride on and milk cows and, and bet. <laughs> bed yeah, on and, them. and bet on them yeah. which we don't condone gambling but that was kind of a neat feature of what you had going on down there that was pretty cool proceeds went to ybc so it's yeah, it's fundraising fine. with cows. Fundraising. Honestly, like, fundraising. like even watching from a distance, so cool to see because yeah, a hundred percent the most unique tournament I've seen. Like, like not format wise, everything else around it just seemed it seemed awesome. It seemed like so much fun. Yeah. Um, you guys sold a lot of beef bowl beer. We did. We, we sold. Out sold out. Well, I think we had three left going into Sunday morning. So. Perfect. And that's thought, great. Like, yeah, it was so. Note for next year: triple, triple the beer. That's awesome. <laughs> so, who who did that for you guys? Uh, our local brewery, Hell's Basement. Okay. They, yeah, he. Um, they're actually ten pin bowlers, but they sponsor two leagues on the ten pin side, the two beer leagues. And so, when they were kind of upset that it was a five pin tournament, and they were just going to come and bowl just to bowl, but I, you, yeah. I, I talked about it because it was pretty entertaining, but um, you could have had a couple more entries. We could have, yeah, yeah. They were pretty determined at one point, but yeah, no, they're good supporters, and yeah, came up with the logo. And the I think it's great. Of dreams, isn't it? If you build it, they will come. Yep, that was the yep. saying in yeah. the movie, and that's kind of where we're at. So, uh, my really positive feedback. Yeah, Karen and I talked about this, but I'm going to put it on the internet so you're held accountable. I want a cow live stream for next year. Yes. So when I'm tired of watching bowling, I want to watch the cows. <laughs> no, geez. I tell you what, K Caitlin A. would be all over that. Yeah, yeah I, I cannot believe she was not here. Like, she the cow lover, 
and she wasn't here. I think it was some na national tournament, uh, slow pitch. A uh, provincial. Yeah. Okay. There, there we go. See, I know but some still. of that, but yeah, yeah she could. She well, made a trip. Yeah. No, the plan was to make it competitive, but have like a weekend of entertainment. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna tell you I right think now, you guys succeeded. We used to go to Scottsdale, and I mean, that was that was always, you know, the Labor Day weekend, but we would go to Scottsdale all the time and go down to it, and that's exactly what it was. Like, the tournament was great, we had fun at the tournament, but it was everything else that we did outside of it that was like pure entertainment, the weather's nice, it's a great time of the year to do it, and it was just, it was awesome. It just made it a way better experience just hanging out outside and drinking our faces off and doing stupid shit. Um, the the neat thing about your facility, too, is a lot of people ha haven't been able to see it, right? Because you haven't had run a lot of these events or national events, so people coming out of province don't get to see it. But, like, your facility is unreal. You have 10-pin, you have 5-pin, you have, like, mm -hmm. that playroom, you have some arcade stuff, you have a unreal lounge area, um, and great viewing area from that lounge, too, right? So... Um, for the people I've never seen it before that came from out of province, they loved it. And you could see everybody was always at the bowling alley. Nobody was like, they weren't at, stuck at hotels and stuff like that. They were at the lanes. They were hanging out. They were yeah. doing their thing. The yeah. amount of people I tell about your lounge is outrageous. <laughs> the it's floor? The is, that, is that what you love, Dex? Is yeah, it, it's the most expensive lounge I've ever seen, and I love it. <laughs> love it yeah when we re when we did it like the bowling center <coughs> used to be closed off basically five pin and ten pin there was like a the lounge there was something in the middle but it was all walled to the ceiling and we just wanted to have open concept and be able to you know it's two and a half feet higher and you can look down and and also mm -hmm. get away from it like you don't feel mm -hmm. like you're at the bowling alley when you're up there if you're in the middle and yeah. so I guess now we get to finally host some events and let people enjoy it rather than just the league or open play. But okay. For those that don't know, there used to be two centers in in Medicine Hat, Panorama and Connaught. And when Connaught shut down, you guys took out all the lanes and you guys that made the lounge out of the actual lanes from Connaught and your front desk too, right? Yeah, yeah. the front counter. Yeah. yeah, it's stunning. It is absolutely beautiful. Mm -hmm. um, one of the coolest things I've ever seen in a bowling alley. So I've I've always said, obviously I, I haven't been in Nebs, but in Alberta heritage is always believe is amazing. But if you're looking at a one B, it'd be Panorama. Like yeah. if you want to have something really good there, the, the center's top notch, right? So absolutely. Walk us through. So let's talk like a little bit about the weekend. Like as proprietors and competitors, how was it? running a tournament while trying to compete what was going through your guys's heads while you were hosting well we thought about like we had the friday morning shift which didn't have a lot of entries because a lot of guys coming from out of town left early friday morning um so there was 11 on that shift and we thought about uh should we just combine it and go to two o'clock but i was like nope <laughs> if i ain't pulling in the morning that'll be like the one and only chance um because I knew I would, we have a lot of new staff. Like when we took over, we had six staff. So we're up to 15. So I have nine staff that had really only worked, some of them not like a shift before the tournament. So I'm like, there's no way I just, I just didn't have the, you know, enough. And 
the staff that had been here for a while, they all wanted to bowl. So um, that was the part that kind of scared me a little bit was that I knew it was going to be, you know, a lot on me to run the actual tournament. So we kept the Friday morning shift and it was, it was still great. There was 11 of us. It went quick, but then I was able to bowl and be done. Um, Curtis didn't bowl as well as we planned Friday morning. So then tried to re-enter and uh, halfway through the shift ended up pulling out just, um, we had- You were fixing something. A couple 10 pin lanes break down and there was just issues. Yeah. And so just made the decision to go and get things fixed <clears throat> as opposed to keep on going. It's hard, it's hard to separate. I've always struggled with that, even in league, like going and bowling and ignoring what's going on behind the counter and, you know, your other league bowlers bug you if there's a problem and it's like, go talk to my staff. I'm bowling right now. But. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Kind of from that, that Friday shift, um, Mark obviously made it. He shot 21.54 and David Cisco sat on his 20.89 and made the cut um, mm -hmm. from that shift. Unfortunately, the rest of the competitors all re-entered. But um, don't say unfortunately. <laughs> well, good <laughs> yeah, for numbers, but <laughs> the, the fast pace and Dexter uh, is one to attest to this. He likes a little bit faster pace. I find, even though you kind of, you ran it on four lanes, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. At least the pace was more manageable combining those lanes instead of spreading them so far out. But yeah. Well, that's not bad. Two out of 11. I know for me, it's a learning curve. I've, uh, when I'm competing, I'm kind of all in, not able to. <clears throat> dive in and dive out. I tried, but both games I'd start with three or four strikes in a row and then the staff would come and we need this, we need that. And you come back and you just, you're not in the same mindset. And I wasn't able to, to do it. <clears throat> so moving forward, we'll have to be better prepared, but we were kind of on a time crunch. The bowling center was in pretty tough shape when we took over and been going pretty long days. And I think we put our best foot forward for the time that we had for on the five pin side, but 10 pin is a different beast. It's, uh, there's a lot of stuff to fix there. So. Absolutely. And then when the five pin centers all closed for the tournament, then 10 pin gets really busy and we had to keep all the lanes going to manage the pins. And so, yeah, next year we'll be in, we'll be more prepared. I think that's the hard part too, with the split center is, you know, other centers when they're hosting a tournament, it's that's it. That's all they're focused on the whole time. Whereas we still had, the 10 pin side and the league on the 10 pin side on Sunday and open play and birthday parties. And, you know, so it's, you can't just, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Like I did not wear a work shirt because I didn't want anybody who didn't know me finding me because I knew I had to stay yeah, focused totally. on yeah. it. So. And you're right. Sure. Fixing those 10 pin machines is like fixing a car. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we had, different. like, we cooked a lot of food for a lot of people all weekend and we had to, kind of oversee that and make sure it was getting done properly and totally you know you, you you learn as you go and we had fun and yeah which if anyone is questioning about attending next year and you're not sure if you want a bowl go for the food it was so <laughs> good yeah um, so good actually having the cows there i think kind of hurt beef sales because <laughs> katie could not eat beef all the time because she couldn't look at the cow in the eyes and then eat a cow. 
though, I she, ate she's that. not a big beef person anyway. She's more of a chicken person. <laughs> chicken or like boiled hot dogs. That's pretty much her go-to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She said she'd have a hot dog. Ooh, yeah, she did. Not a steak. Because no. she just wrote a cow. Doesn't want Molly's sister. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I scheduled meetings with the, the Alberta Beef Producers and the Canadian Cattle Commission. And uh, I'm hopeful that we can create a partnership with Bull Canada to, you know, kind of take what we're doing and have bowling centers selling beef jerky and taco in a bag and talk like incorporating beef and bowling because it's something I'm pretty passionate about. And I think there's an excellent opportunity for the beef industry and the bowling industry to, you know, create an initiative together. So we want to use this as a platform. And I'm really hopeful that they'll, if they can align minds with mine and throw some money into the Canadian deal and go, you know, across the country. But one step at a time. But then hopefully we can create a culinary experience where like we can have prime rib one night and mm -hmm. just some really good food and, and, and have the beef industry support it. Like that's what we're hoping to grow to on a long-term deal. Mm -hmm. So yeah. you don't have to pay, you don't have to pay to eat when you come to the beef bowl. It's all covered. Amazing. That's awesome. That's what we're hoping to do. Hmm. Picking outside the that. box. That's what, I, that's what I really like. You guys, like you said, bringing two passions together and uh, creating an event that is unique as we were kind of all talking about. I, I love it. I think it's great. But like, let's get into the event itself. How unique is it that you didn't have a beef eater winning the tournament? But I called that. I called that as soon as Ryland's entry came through. Like, oh my gosh, a vegan is totally going to win the beef bowl. I, I, I had Ryland picked from the get-go. <laughs> but to run up both sides, I didn't predict that. So, yeah. 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 He, was, he was, like, making a point for all vegans out there. <laughs> yeah. Next year, though, I'm getting him to drink the milk that Katie milks because he said he would if it was a, from a happy cow. He would drink the milk if it was from a happy cow. Molly seemed happy. Molly was happy. Except for when Katie wrote her. <laughs> um, yeah, so the event, uh, top 32, you guys ran a consolation. Cancel that. <laughs> um, you ran a consolation, but it was not for a position in the finals. How was consolation? We'll start there. Uh, it was good like we had planned to do 32 so of course with only having 64 actual individual players everybody who didn't make the cut was able to play consolation mm -hmm. um so we ended up having 20 20 of the 32 play on the saturday night so then trying to come up with how to do a bracket with 20 people so we did um only eight played the first match um two and then 12 had a buy so it worked out um it was uh yeah curtis and xander in the finals it was pretty neat watching cage cage play his first official match and uh he was the crowd favorite and his yeah, three he, sets he, of aces. yeah he didn't like the three sets of aces no, he did it he was doing some trash talk for the, <laughs> the mechanic to fix some things. But <laughs> how how awesome was it to have Cage out there playing? It, know, was, it was pretty cool, eh? I was reluctant. I made him a deal 
about a month and a half ago, I told him if he could average 200 for 10 games, I would let him enter the beef bowl thinking that like, no, he won't. And the little shit averaged like 220 for 10 games. I'm like, hmm. Well, we're not really gonna let him play, Curtis. And he's like, "You have to. You just made a deal." So yeah. even the morning, uh, like the morning of, and he had baseball. So I thought, "Oh, he won't play because he'll be playing baseball." But it worked out that he could play the one shift, and I was I was a little worried. I'm like, "Does he even mm-hmm. know courtesy? I don't know. Like the kids never even hold <laughs> game. Like we're just gonna throw him in a cash tournament." Yeah. Um. But he and he was ner- he was nervous. Like I don't I don't think he hit a, even hit a two hundred in the qualifying. So he That's was all right though. No, yeah. and it, he, he was shaking in his boots and but everyone but, was supportive and he he got I down was, on himself, you could see, and like so many people came and gave him a pep talk and Yeah. yeah I was lucky was, enough to play with him the first shift and he, he handled himself fairly well. I know Curtis came over a couple times and told him that literally you're you're this age playing in a like a professional tournament like you you shouldn't be expecting the world and just deal mm-hmm. with the ball for ball but exactly. he held he held his own and he played he played hard and it was fun to watch yeah and and i think Absolutely. being i mean obviously i wasn't there but um playing in your home center and where your parents were and own um i don't think there's a better spot for him to try that right so he's comfortable um, for for you look five years ago and, and him playing now you would probably never think that um, so I think it's pretty cool he obviously has the bug and you can go with it right I think that's awesome you don't not many kids teachers. have the bug yeah that's what it's all yeah. about is the future of the sport and and he has a passion for anything competitive and he probably threw 350 games since June on his oh own God. just. Like forty games a day, he doesn't stop. He doesn't. Yeah. And that's okay, though. That's what that's what it's all about. Like, just get in there, get your feet wet, and and uh, and he's just a sponge. Like he watches the best, he learns from the best, and and then he'll just go back and keep practicing. So. And he wants Tyler's shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, how did your guys' match go? Uh, me against Curtis. Yeah. She shook my hand uh, in the fifth frame. <laughs> five of the like seven. No, you made me keep going. I think I I punched at least four times in the first six or seven frames. Yeah. One thing like I've learned in life is that you never let your spouse beat you once because she will never stop rubbing it in for forever. <laughs> <laughs> Just send it right out of the gate. <laughs> <laughs> Like it. <laughs> That's the biggest smile I've seen to Curtis all evening. <laughs> right there. I love it. I figured he'd have a better chance making it all the way to the end, so I actually let him win. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's a good strategy. She had like 57 in the fourth frame, and I had a four bagger. She's like, I- <laughs> <laughs> it was a long day. I was tired. Yeah. Tyler knows how I score when I'm tired. <laughs> should we talk about trios? Maybe we should. Should that was a fun event. It was. That is a unique format, and I absolutely love the mulligan option. That should we fun. count how many four fifties there were? It was a lot. How many was there? Well, three in a row, two by the same team. Four in a row. Oh yeah, the other one was way down there. 
And it's nice Four to see that a bunch of different people were getting them and we're really close to getting them. Yeah, it looks like six 450s. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. Well, I think the like any four pin rule made a difference too, right? There was a lot yeah, of. Yeah, there was lots of 12s. Yeah. Yeah. That gave the strikes, but. We, we're coming up with a new format next year that Tyler, if that format was in place this year, our team would have won. Head pins there strikes? Yes. Not, yes. not quite. Not quite oh. It's going to be a no punch thing. A no punch tournament. Oh, that will save my bowling career. Well, you have to just hit the reset button, go for the spare. And to exercise that option, it's going to be like two or five bucks. And then that pot goes to the team that punched the most head pins at the end. Oh, we would make so much money. That's I like it, and it's risk reward too because you could punch a second time, and then yeah. you just you just got zero points on that shot because because you're going for it too. I like yeah. it. I don't mind that at all. Because we punched any open frame we had was a flipping a head lot. Head. Yeah, we didn't even have a chance to go for a spare. Well, mm. no, sorry, I spared a couple three. Yeah, there was a yeah. <laughs> we threw strikes, head pins, or three pins. That was it. I love it. Um, how many times did your team in the first frame try to rethrow? One. Once in the last game we did because yeah. like we wanted a perfect game. Because I punched the first right. frame. <laughs> no, but you struck the second ball. We got I did. And then somebody picked a three pin. <laughs> I feel like every time Connor came up and he was like. His first frame it didn't matter if he was playing first, second, or third. If he missed, it was automatic. He's like, uh, Mulligan, Mulligan, like, no, <laughs> like, we're holding on to that. <laughs> so, it was one, one Mulligan a game, yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so you so tried system... to do it on three baggers, four baggers, stuff like that. But... Or first ball, yeah. does your system? automatically do the four per or the four pin no tap or do you have to correct no yeah if it was 12 okay it's cubica system though so it was really easy each lane had it its yeah. own keypad so it was quick awesome yeah that's that's one nice thing with like steltronic is that we can set it up for like however many points so like if yeah. we set it up for 12 then 12 is okay and 13 is okay that's but, awesome yeah mm -hmm. We haven't tried it for anything, but that's a good idea. Yeah, that's the idea. Yeah. Trios also led to the best uh, shirt creation. Stand up and model it a little. Bit. I don't know. I'm like, I don't want to like. It's the like half squat. You're not wearing <laughs> pants, are you? I am 100 <laughs> wearing pants. <laughs> oh. that, that shirt's really tight. Yeah, it is. It is. Carrot, that, yeah. Yeah. There was. I yeah. I'm really glad. I was actually thought. Oh, I'll give Tyler the medium. Uh, no. I was not wearing the small. It would have been <laughs> way too small. Tyler had to squeeze into the small. Yeah, okay. It makes, your, makes your biceps look real big, though. I know. I look huge. I'm like 107 <laughs> pounds now. <laughs> I could um, wrestle we, that steer. I guess we should, we wouldn't do it justice without naming the champion. So it was Len Anseth, Janelle Moyer, and Mark Johnstone took the title down. Which I heard was like a put-together team. Yeah, it was a throw-together last-minute team because who, um, Derek Holm, well, for, originally that team was Derek, Janelle, and Brittany. And then Brittany ended up not coming. So then we picked up Mark. And then Derek got hurt on Friday, so he didn't end up coming. And last minute we threw Len in there and, yeah. Yeah. Um, well. 
we wish Derek all the best. He looked like he hurt his wrist pretty bad. Some of the pictures I've seen, so hopefully he's okay. And... Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I just feel so bad for him. Like, you know, he, he's gone through a lot, and then he hurt himself, and he came back. Is it the same wrist? Yeah, same wrist. Did he... Is it from I, falling down drunk or was no, it work okay, related? Well, uh, door slammed it, I think. Yeah, but okay. it sounds like the the metal pins and plate in his wrist might have saved his wrist. So, hopefully. Oh man. Okay. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. Well, all the best to you, bud. There was a few last minute Friday injuries that prevented. Uh-huh. Yeah, Kevin Clark rolled his ankle at work too. Like. What are yeah. these guys doing? He got off Derek. his chair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? I'm sorry. Like, it's very tough to have work-related injuries at a bowling center. I've oh, done come all- on, Tim. How many times have you... In- you, the- you literally <laughs> tripped on a patch of paint on the runway in the back one time and, like, broke four ribs. It's a very dangerous job. You You stepped on a broom and it hit you in the face. Yeah. You slid Pencil. into the back oh, wall. Okay. You fell off into a motor. Okay. Like, <laughs> there's a huge list of things you've done. All right, all right. For those out there, yeah, you saw the you saw the broom incident. I got that. I tripped. I yeah. Shut up, Mike. Okay. I I, uh, I tripped and I fell on the uh, lifter motor on the back and cracked a bunch of ribs. And then the other one. This came. one's hilarious. This, this one this. really fucking made me so mad. Oh, it makes me Cause, so cause, happy. Because in the back, Carrie, I don't know if you've been in the back at 16, you go down and it goes down a little bit. Yeah. So, it, anyways, <laughs> so, anyways, they, my staff, we had our, uh, we, cause sometimes we do the Pindex, we have a little bottle of oil on the side, like the bottle. Anyways, they knocked it off and the top and the oil went all the way down. So I ran through that door to go for a tangle, and I slid all the way down face first. My face went right through the wall. And, I'm, and, and my, my body is just bloody. My face is bloody. And I'm cut them like fucking asshole tea kettle. And I'm walking over front, and I was like, what the fuck? And then no, nobody helped me. They laughed at me. I went, right through the, I, went, I went right through the fucking wall. Jesus Christ. Anyways. So... Yeah, so we understand how uh, Kevin could get hurt at the workplace, is what you're saying. uh, Oh, yeah, it it never happens. Uh, Excuse me. (laughs) Um, So we should go through your Sunday. Oh, Uh, yes. Rylan up both sides, obviously, took down the championship. So the A side was three-game total pinfall. B side was a race to two. Um, just like the TPC is kind of structured, except for no reseeding or anything like that. And then the final was three-game total pinfall if it got to that point, but Ryland decided he didn't want to play another set. So, by himself. Because that would have taken another hour. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, not bashing on Ryland or anything, but um, slow play. Yikes. Especially when people had five-hour drives after. It would be nice if... Uh, People would pick up the pace, but, but Ryland uh, actually settled into that he pace. Like he zone. was just so focused, and and there and I jabbed him a couple times and said, "I'm bringing a shot clock in," and he's like, "I'm not that slow." I'm like, "Well, if we go much slower, we're gonna have to serve breakfast." <laughs> and he just laughed, but he he really got dialed in there, and he was just mowing the pins over. Just one yeah. after the other and it was 
fun to watch. Sent him home with a bag of beef jerky for his dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he beat Mark Miller in the A final and then beat Ryan O'Callaghan in the B final. Um, those guys had great runs too. Johnstone, Wilton, like Baker Parker was, was Randy really well. Parker too. Yeah, there was so there many. Big, some big matches like losing with 900. Yeah. Yeah. Even Connor, Connor had a good run on both sides. My crazy little teammate from Lethbridge faced uh, Johnny in the first round, and I think he had like 950, and Mark was 980. And then he ran into somebody else on the other side. Same thing. I think the game with Mike Le- match with Mike Lecousier and who was Connor. that? One, but yeah, both nine high nines. Yeah. And that's that's just reflective of like your scoring was quite strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like I think if you double the entries, the cut would have been like two sixty five or higher for sure. Hundred percent. Well, yeah, and, and that's exactly it. I mean, if you if you had two hundred entries, mm-hmm. you, you got to think sixteenth would have been so twenty one fifty, twenty one thirty, something like that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah. I'd like to make one shout out before you play this video because it's hilarious. <laughs> um, JC Bruski, I played my qualifying shift with her and I was like beside her in a couple of matches. She played amazing. Yeah, she's a trash. So positive. She is trash a trash. Yeah. So positive, so much energy. I said if her and Connor had to play each other, it would have been the most positive knockout match you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's awesome. Even I think like, she's full of talent. She, she absolutely. Cool. Just super athletic, right? Yeah. But, I mean, even watching her at not this year, because she didn't play the Open this year, but the year before when she was on the mixed team and we were competing against her, I had so much fun playing against her. I had so much fun watching her play, um, how she interacts with people. Um, just like, and she's hilarious. Yeah, she's she's great. And she would absolutely be great for manhandled she her Sunday first morning. Match. Yeah, she showed up Sunday morning and she's like, I didn't even bring a Pepsi because I like I'll just be done right away. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, well, come on, like I'm not, like you might yeah. as well just, like I'll be done right away. And then yeah, yeah. So she, she absolutely manhandled her first match. I was like playing on the set like that alternated with her, and then she lost her second match or like her her round of sixteen by like three thirteen I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was close. Don't don't quote me on this, but she just picked it up not so long ago. Like she wasn't actually a a player for she until was, she bowled YBC. Like I remember Kanat days. She's a not little bit old. younger than me, um, but yeah, one. she bowled YBC for ye- years. I want to say till probably she was fifteen, maybe, and then she didn't play for a long time, and then kind of just came back like recreational in league mm-hmm. and. It's just naturally competitive and picked it up again. Well, that was okay. the, that's kind of the intent here was to get some people from down here becoming competitive. Like David's mm-hmm. never made a cut and Larissa's never bowled in a cut. And all these bowlers are finally getting some exposure and, and getting They're so good, man. I'm in the grind. And that's what it takes to make us as a yeah. group yeah. competitive. Yeah. So it's um, really a great opportunity for the south to kind of have the resurgence that we've seen in the north with their Mm -hmm. especially their men's team really making a push this last few years i think it's a great opportunity for alberta's south zone and it all comes from having 
the right proprietors in place. Yeah. And it's so true. You, you, you have the right proprietors, you build a community, and then it just grows. It grows and grows and grows, and it's just awesome to have you there. Um, I guess we, we should touch on this. Like Jen's saying here, like how many ladies made the cut? I think there was seven. Seven mm-hmm. ladies made the cut. Michaela was number two qualifier overall. Mm-hmm. Katie was five overall. And then you had kind of a bunch bunched up down a little bit lower. Jen Baker, Heidi Mapstone, JC Bruski, Janelle Moyer, and Larissa Long was the 32 cut. Like, um, That's awesome. I know people will look at it and say, well, the numbers weren't there for, but like to have seven, seven ladies make a 32 cut with probably 70 really great players. That's, that's unreal. That's awesome playing. 10% roughly. That's higher than it is on the WCBT. So um, they obviously played really well. So that was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I know we kind of stated it when we were there playing the, it didn't seem like a hard-throwing house. It seemed like a medium-speed house, so obviously that plays really well for the ladies. But Ryland won the tournament, and he throws harder than just about anybody. So I think every ball works there. It's not just one one speed house. Yeah, I remember it used to work there. I mean, when we were there in 2018 and 2013, we never had an issue with it. No. No. Just no, Gene threw his bowling ball down the park and my weight kicked Oh, him. God. That was yeah. honestly the best 2013, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Best bowling ball year. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. You know, I, I think you can play. I've always said you can play in any house as long as you finish your shot. I've always believed that. It doesn't matter how how fast you throw it, how, if you, as long as you finish your shot, I think you can go. I agree, there. but there's also things you could do to like help yourself, too. There's adjustments yeah. you can make, though. Make mm. it a little bit easier too, but yes, I agree. Are we going to take an intermission to watch Tim get hit in the face with the broom? Sure. And then we can jump back into slow the motion. Can you slow mow it? I don't think I can. Do we have a video of Katie on the cow? You oh, have there's... a video. I do have a video. Carrie, you Carrie can probably put it up. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it up. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. I had to kick the broom. You gotta kick the broom. I wish there was volume. <laughs> <laughs> just, like, uh, I just don't. I, it never gets old. It's not like don't. the broom jumped at him. Like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you, Tim. Uh, fantastic. Tyler, uh, if you go on Facebook, can you load that video? I think Carrie can pull it up. I'm I am looking for it here. Like twenty five, yeah, and I. Oh. It was it was in the comments of another picture, wasn't it? It's, no, it's Kara right posted it on her page. Right on, on her page, page. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So everyone, just remember, next year when you come to the beef bowl, if you ask very very nicely, this could be you. You could be this happy. I'm going to get waivers made up. <laughs> Reliability. Share my screen. You right. said you did make make her sign a oh, waiver. Oh right, I did. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we just a commitment. Tyler negotiated the contract. Yep. Katie and I had a very official agreement uh, prior to this fil- uh, video being taken. We need volume because that makes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to say that Callie initiated this okay, whole thing. Did, yeah. yeah. Oh no, but she's going to win this part! Oh my god! I'm on a fucking 
<laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Curtis is already telling her to get Hi. off. <laughs> Katie. I'm so sorry, Molly. I don't know. What okay. Whenever you're ready to get off. Okay, I'm so sorry, Molly. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's my shit up! Only at the thief ball. Yeah, it was Callie's idea. Dexter's muted. No, I'm back. I feel like the cow handled that really well. That's Molly. Like, I wouldn't be that chill if somebody jumped on my back. If you ask Katie, Molly was bucking. Oh, yeah. She was riding a bull. She got Jesus. <laughs> oh, Callie's man. been on that cow's back a thousand times. <laughs> so, what's next for the beef bowl? Well, Curtis was on the tractor for like 10 hours the other day and phoned me nine times with all of his ideas that he has. So, Love it. Yeah. Um, we're, we got plans in the works, but I don't know if their secret for now, or are we to share? <laughs> Good, Curtis, the, the wheels are just turning, sitting there. They're can always you, turning. Can you see the smoke? Hey, who won the, the shitting contest? Oh, um, the first night was actually a 10-pin bowler that came and bought a square. Um, and the second night, Sean and Jen won, and then they went to the casino later, and they tripled their shit money, so they turned their shit into gold. Uh, wow. Um, I just want to show a quick video. It just got sent to me of the, the vegan champion. He also visited the cows. He did, yeah. It's the thumbs up. <laughs> he was afraid. He was afraid to go in the pen the first night, but I think by Sunday he got in the pen. Impressive. And he wasn't sure that Molly was a happy cow until Sunday. And then Molly became a happy cow. So the beef bowl is PETA approved. That's what I'm hearing. I guess. Well, that Rylan and I had talked about this. Like, I raise cattle for food, and he despises the inhumane treatment of animals, and so do I. And it it was just nice to, you know, we talked about it. The first time I met Rylan was a year ago in. Uh, Surrey. I had never met him. Well, I hadn't been bowling at all. And we got to liking each other pretty good. He's an <laughs> incredibly talented kid. And um, so it was just nice to be able to share that aspect of our life with him. You know, like we raise them for food, but we treat them like family and take good care of them. And and uh, that's kind of the message or the what you want to you want to share the best who you are. And this is just a pretty cool opportunity to do that. And Hopefully it'll keep growing and people will continue to come and have some fun and we'll just keep building and growing. I know we want to have live music for like the team events next year. That's so awesome. band, band, bands playing and music and, and is it just a like a band of cowbells? <laughs> no, I, my 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 neighbor's daughter is an incredibly talented singer and we're, she plays in a rock band, a lead singer, and a country band. Awesome. Wicked. Yeah, we can do rock one night and country the next, and 
She's got an incredible gift. So. Do some two stepping out on the approach. Oh no. <laughs> we will need less beer if that's happening, not more. <laughs> and just keep trying to raise capital to, you know, put as much money back into the competitors' pockets and to feed everybody on the house. And I mean, we were really fortunate to, with all of our sponsors, we paid out more than 100%. So that's amazing. 108% or whatever it was. But yeah, yeah really good support. And that's amazing. Yeah, we can't thank obviously the sponsors enough for obviously supporting you guys, and we got to uh, experience the the facility, the cows, the food. Everything was fantastic, and um, you'll see such a growth in that tournament um, just from the good times and people sharing that. So, yeah, I can't wait to go next year. Are you going to be able to do moves like JC on the approach there, Dex, or <laughs> the? that no not that one like her legs go like kinda, yeah, oh i'm i'm pretty agile i'm pretty agile yeah there you are. There, i'll work on some moves. leaning for the middle and then there's jc just doing squats and power jumps and leg kicks and it makes me tired <laughs> i'll work on it. something i'll work on something you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it but it's gonna be something and we're we're wanting to uh I want to get down to Oshawa and meet with Tom to see if he'll make us some convertible pin spotters. And we want to convert Kenpin to a convertible machine so that if we can grow this to what we want, then we'll have 28 lanes instead of just 16. Mm, amazing. Yeah. So that's kind of next on the major capital expenses for the Boeing Center. One step at a time. He hasn't yeah. made them in quite some time, but... Yeah, I know. It's it's worth reaching out. Yeah, he's got a whole new shop and a whole new CNC section, and like, there's lots of room. Maybe yeah. he needs a project. Yeah, he's always looking for something to do. Yeah, more lights in the mini golf. It's, it's just something exactly. we need to continue to have ten pin here, but totally. we, we yeah. that's where that machine is ideal, and he's the only one on the planet that's doing it. So or was doing it so uh hopefully he can accommodate and it's so much easier for maintenance for you oh yeah right yeah they're so expensive to maintain like you can eat up 2500 bucks a machine a, a year yeah with so many moving parts and stuff and, and then you need to have somebody able to fix them or a five pin or a machine is so much simpler exactly any string machine you know downtime is minimal in comparison so yeah timing belt goes in in your 10 pin machine you're down for at least a day right? yeah there's lots of things that can take you down for eight nine hours yeah yeah is there so, anything else you guys want to shout out as, as a tournament as cattle owners <laughs> <laughs> i think yeah I, like we're happy with the way the first year went being the first year it gives us an idea of you know a We've been to lots of cash tournaments, we've played in them, but just being behind the scenes and actually realizing how much work goes into it and, um, you know, just better. Some things I didn't know what to expect for. So next year now we've been there, done that, know what we need to do to improve and grow. And it was great to see so many, um, I mean, I guess not so many, but even like the family, like families that were here with the kids and, I don't know. Bowlers are just great with 
with little ones. And Callie's a built-in babysitter, so she looked after the littles. And and I didn't actually catch any adults in the ball pit, which surprises me. But Katie, I'm, I'm sure somebody. Uh, there's okay. there's pictures over Facebook for sure. Okay, define <laughs> adults. Me in mm. yeah. well, okay, grown, grown over 145 pounds. Well, then that doesn't include Tyler. Well, Tyler, can, <laughs> Tyler doesn't it, fit that category. Yeah, feedback's always good, whether it's positive or negative. That's the only way you can influence and change. Um, I think everybody that has reached out to us it's been pretty overwhelming how happy they were and, and they're going to spread the word and hopefully we can grow it into one of the biggest cash tournaments in the country over the next few years it's, yeah. it's just great to see like so many um you know look maybe not as high average bowlers from medicine hat who were afraid to bowl in it this year just coming out and watching we're like oh i'm definitely playing next year like they yeah. just want to be part of it and that's only going to increase you know the competition level down here and just get more and more people coming back and wanting to be a part of it so totally. it's good for good for the south that was really good. fading yeah totally yeah so, um, thank you thank you guys for doing that it's it's great for the game it's great for the community the more we can build up those communities again the better this game is going to be long term for us so pretty mm -hmm. so good of having you guys back be a full-time job it already is. Yeah. I, but just to compete in, you know, you can go somewhere all the time, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's getting to the point where there's at least one a month, if yeah. not, right? Like, it's, uh, and then you got all the, I wouldn't call them amateur tournaments, but they're all the not-for-money tournaments. They, they fill out the rest of the schedule, so. Amateur is the correct term. Yeah. Well, if you call gold medalist amateurs, they get well, no, like in a, in a sports world, if you're not playing for money, it is an amateur yeah. event. Exactly. So, I agree right. with you, Ty. You're crushing it. The Canadian Open is an amateur event. Yeah. yeah. An elite so amateur event. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On that controversial comment. <laughs> When's debate night? I'm ready. I love it. No, that's it. Yeah, by definition, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're not ending the podcast here, Karen Curtis, but if you want to stick around, you're more than welcome to. But we're going to go over the NBT. They had a tournament, um, but you're more than welcome. You can carry on with your night. I know you had, guys got lots of stuff going on and you had a busy couple businesses for you. So um, we just want to thank you one more time to starting up the Beef Bowl, buying Panorama Lanes and taking that mm -hmm. over and becoming... Some of the best south proprietors i'm sure we'll see for quite a while can't Ever. wait to see what you guys come up with <laughs> thanks for having us thanks guys of course thank you. <laughs> <laughs> one last time <laughs> oh man i hope right. your ankle gets better soon kev anyways <laughs> no uh so yeah, so NBT had their uh, their event. Um, I can't it really was at... see it. No, it's not very big. Zoom. I thought zoom. I thought you'd be able to zoom that in. No, you, you can't zoom on this. Oh, uh, why? 
why? Such outdated technology. <laughs> you think our tech guy would know a way? So, like, as they fix our image here, they hosted it at St. Pat's, which I think was their first full event, full, like, main NBT event hosted at St. Pat's. Woo! We're getting Whoa, real in too there. zoomed. <laughs> All right. Yes. So it was held at St. Uh, Pat's uh, Eight Lane Eight Center. Eight Lane House. Yeah. So um, cozy. Yeah. Uh, I I don't know how many shifts they ran, but uh, 50, 50 entries. I feel like they they cap cap their entries, if I remember right. So like I think it's like the first fifty signed up, and that's all that gets in, sort of thing. So. Um, I believe they had 50 entries for this. They did. Mm. Um, looks like a, I think I saw at least one double name. So I'm assuming two shifts. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's Saturday, Sunday. So and it's a six game qualifier, three shifts. There's three shifts on that. Three shifts. Oh, okay. three shifts. Okay. Yeah. It says um, shift and then one, two and three. Yeah, there you go. Oh, three shifts. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> funny when the answer's right there in front of you. Yeah. Um, yeah, six games. Um, it it took us a little bit. We were trying to figure out the um, the format a little bit this uh, before podcast here. So um, from what we've deduced, it's a twenty five person cut. Um, first qualifier, so that's Kyle Al. Um, he goes directly into the championship pod on Sunday. The other twenty four players move into the um four or the four competitive pods on sunday morning um and then i believe the top two from each of those move on to the championship pod along with kyle to make a nine person championship pod i think someone on a buy in your championship rounds okay there is a buy so this was pod one It looks like Brandon Tibbs and Mr. Shane Chafe, yeah. big friend of the show. Um, yeah, number one fan, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, one, one day we got to get him on. Yeah, we should do that one day. Yeah, one day. <laughs> what number was that? Like five, six? It was like, it was early, like maybe four. I don't know. <laughs> it was when the NBT first started. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Whoops. 50 points bonus. 50 point bonus. So ran the same way that Heritage would run. Right. I kind of like the idea of it being, you know, a six player bracket because then you're only doing five games for each one of them, too. But, but look, so look at it, bad. though. Everybody won either a three or two or two and three. It wasn't like somebody ran away with it either. Well, exactly. I mean, mm-hmm. third place was only four points back of second. Yeah. Right. And, and 19 pins back of first. Yeah, and fourth place was just as close, like another 30 pins back. Yeah. So really close in there. Pod two. Brittany Witten. Brittany Foley. Running away with it. Yeah. Andrew Murphy. And then a bit of a gap there. Well, I guess one. Well, there's a tie in there, too. 50. Yeah. Yeah, one tie in there. So... That makes all the difference, eh? One extra mm-hmm. win. Um, bit of a gap after that, too. 
in pod three, we've got Nathan Parkinson and Evan Squires. And again, 11 points 11 back points. of second. That's crazy. Um, Ed, Ed Beer. Pod four, Brad Glenn. A play. Holy cow. He, he, he was 400 pins up on second. Play one every he's game. Been, he's obviously been playing well. He uh, mm. played really well at club tour. Threw a perfect game. Yeah, shot another 400 here. So he's had three 400s before the season's basically even started. It's crazy. Um, second, Katie Wells. Third, 11 pins behind her was Phil Foley. Oh, yeah. So really close there. And then they move on to championship, the championship round. Oh, that's real tiny. My old man eyes can't read that. I need help. Okay. Do I? Uh... Evan Evan Squires end up beat him twenty by thirty-two points over Brandon Tibbs. Let's do over. This. And he had a last game by, so he's sitting there waiting. Yeah. To see what happens. Oh God. And Brandon tied his last game. Is that what I'm seeing there? Hold on. I'm gonna try to make this bigger for you. Holy shit. Yeah, with uh, Shane Chafe. 214, oh. 214. I bet the 25 pins wasn't enough to win the championship, but what, could you imagine? Oh, God. Sorry, let's see if I can blow this up. And... Oh. Come on, Dax. Get your shit together. There we go. <laughs> Is that better? It's a little, a little better. bit better. Now I can read the names. Still yeah. <laughs> What's the squiggly part? Is that the buys? Yes, double device. gray. Yeah, <laughs> gray. So, I'm not even gonna try. It. <laughs> Sorry, Karen. <laughs> These it, are. It'd be, it'd be interesting having buys in these scenarios. That would be something really unique, something that we've never really seen or done. Well, I mean, I guess not in this format. You see it all the time, I guess, kind of with the with uh, regular brackets where if you lose out on the A side or the B side, then you have a break in between, but um, a little bit different with this, but at least with it being one-on-one, -on -one, it's pretty quick, right? Yeah. Yeah. Your buy is only, okay well, it depends on the player. Some, sometimes it's eight minutes. Sometimes it's 45. Hey man, there was, there was the one autumn open where it didn't matter. Even though we were, I was still playing. I still had to wait half an hour to begin <laughs> every game. <laughs> Holdsworth. Anyways, <laughs> So let's talk about Evan. Link looks like he won six out of his eight matches. Yeah. Um, uh, he... Twenty-one ninety-nine for eight games. That's, that's a pretty solid average scratch. He Evan won, won by seven. thirty. So seven out of nine. He won by thirty-two. I mean, that's yeah. Three hundred and fifty in the bonus. Exactly. That three. That bonus was the difference for sure because Brandon yeah. Tibbs averaged <laughs> a little bit high, like just like fifty points. But he would average a little bit higher, but oh, one yeah, and a half more wins is the difference there, right? Yeah. So the neat thing about Evan is he's one of the YBC kids there. And he had just done bowling school, the bowling school they had out there. And he like had a 220 average going into the season. He averaged over 270 for the entire weekend. Holy. And won the Ooh. event. So, Impressive. yeah, there it is, yeah. That so amazing. that is awesome. So cool to see one of the young guys do it. Um, 
obviously something at bowling school worked and clicked with him too. So um, mm -hmm. really need to see. You always love seeing the young guys break through and do something special. Totally. Hmm. So do they have several of these types of events there in the season? Yeah. Yeah, the NBT has a bunch of smaller – well, I wouldn't call them smaller events. They have their events throughout the season at different centers, different formats. Um, it's a little bit lower entry fee for them, um, but they are like an – it's an isolated tour, right? You have a few people coming from PEI to play and stuff like that, but um, because it's so expensive, they have the Newfoundland that they don't have high entry fees because you're really getting most of your local play anyways. Yeah, I believe it started out at $80. I'm not sure if it's still $80, but I'm pretty sure the initial... Not sure. Melissa probably will let us know in the chat. Yeah. Um, not quite sure what the entry fee is now. Credit to them for having you know, literally being restricted to pretty much one province and being able to run a tour. Yeah. Like, the commitment to that so, sport yeah. in that province is And ridiculous. super successful. And, once again, I mean, we talked about it with, you know, Karen Curtis here. Oh, 60, that's 100. That's Perfect. $100. Um, Inflation. So, Sometimes, <laughs> yeah. it, it pays such dividends running these things, and that you, you see, you've seen more way more success in masters you've seen way more success in in uh, the open you've seen way more success success in the ybc programs um nationally mm -hmm. and like so much of that is accredited to this you know putting them in a competitive environment on a regular basis against the best players that they have only makes everybody better um and it's it's paying dividends in everything outside of mbt as well it's awesome absolutely yeah. Yeah, you, obviously we see Shane Chafe, Brad Glenn, Megan, Melissa, they come out to club tour, they come out to some WCBT events and like they they compete in the NBT and they can compete in all those events too. So you can you know the the talent level in both tours or all three tours or masters open like it's all it's all level playing field. So it's really neat seeing them have their own tour and how well their players come out of it, right? Absolutely. I know that was one thing I've talked quite a bit since coming back to bowling is that the competitive edge is a learned behavior. You have mm -hmm. to expose yourself and learn how to manage your emotions and manage your, you know, energy and and how to just pace yourself through the the length of time it takes to get through these things. You can't just show up at the open and only play in that one event of the year and expect to be able to have a competitive edge against a team full of players that go to five, six tournaments a year. Like there's just no way you're going to, at the end of the day, you're going to run out of gas. You're going to be mentally fatigued, physically fatigued, and you're going to get beat. So that was one of our primary motivators for doing this was just to spark an interest in them. And then hopefully they go to the autumn open or like just keep mm -hmm. on going to one or two a year and, giving themselves the opportunity to win at masters or the open or a cash tournament, but you can't just go one and done and think you're going to be able sure. to. All, all you, all you need is one good experience and things make a big difference. Like yeah. I know those girls made, made those cuts. I, one guy I was super happy for was David. Yeah. David yeah, is a gamer and he can play. The kid can play. And, and just you know loves what? the game. 
he does, and you know what? You think that one time you make the cut. I, I, my first cut was Scottsdale, and I barely made it. And you know, I learned so much from that day, right? And hopefully, David does too, because confidence is key. And making one it leads into two, it leads into a lot more, right? So, like Rob Wilson, he was he couldn't get there, and now he's getting there, right? Yeah, just all the time. once yeah. you believe in your ability, then the pressure of making the cut is no longer at the front of your mind. You're just bold. Mm-hmm. And it's learning how to get deep in the in the mm-hmm. in the finals. Like it's all just mental practice and, and and confidence. And yeah, exactly. And I mean, you're a testament to that, Curtis. I mean, look at look at you going for ten strikes in a row. Look yeah. at that focus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, having having a brand new bowler. The first time down. we've had ten in a row in this house in a long time. <laughs> Oh man, I gotta see if I can find that too. Is that in yours, Kara? It's on Kara's, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs to see that. Like, what did you finish know. with that game, Kurt? I cherried the three pin. Cherried the three pin. Three ninety eight. Good times. Yeah, <laughs> you sound thrilled. <laughs> I was shocked. I didn't know if I should like yell at the guy or like. <laughs> They're great for the league. There's four guys. They drink beer. They have fun. They stayed and bowled more games after because they didn't have enough with three. Oh my god! Yeah, and that's and that's what it's about, right? And like that's why you can't you can't be mad at the, these scenarios because this is this is what happens. And and if there's one guy that can handle it, it's you. Your mental game is unbelievable. Yeah, but, but like, I opened my eyes and the guy was staring right at me. <laughs> like I was like, whoa, this is weird. <laughs> Grabs his ball, I guess. Comes right back. Like, yeah, just oh, right man. beside you. <laughs> the slow back off. It's like it's the turn and look for me. It's the turn and look. <laughs> you want to go? I I had Chris. I had a guy on Thursday nights nine o'clock, like ten years ago. I'm not nine bagger from the gun, and I throw the first one. So I have ten, and then he's like he's been around forever. Great guy. And then he looks at me, and he's on, like, I remember, he's on, I'm on 10, and he's on 11. And he get, gets his ball, goes on the lane, backs off, and says, no, you go through your perfect game. <laughs> and I looked at him as like, you cocksucker, you fucking <laughs> don't know. And I, plow. And I was like, uh, who was that? Who did you call him out? You call it out? Uh, it was Phil Hodgson. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, and that's you right. love Phil. And, Phil's and, great, and you, right? And you know, like he's not doing it to screw with no, you. That's just, no, Phil, no, Phil's no. just doing it because, like, he's like, he's yeah, genuine. Go ahead, yeah. These guys yeah. didn't know first night Monday oh, night, yeah. and I announced what lane courtesy was, so I think that's why he stopped and he looked exercised like, lane oh, courtesy. Right, I'm not supposed to go yet, and then just kind of stood there and stared and. Stared. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, he'll know for next week, Kara, when you throw nine in a row. Totally. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> At the end of the day, it really isn't. It didn't matter, you know. No, so, no, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, your mental game is better than everybody else, and you do. You close your eyes before every shot, right? So. Yeah. But um... I opened them up to a bug-eyed <laughs> drunk guy staring at me. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of just shrugged it off, and. Yeah. No, what else are you gonna do? Yeah. Yeah. What <laughs> happens? Yeah. Um, so obviously that was the NBT. Congratulations to those guys. Curtis, your ten in a row. Beef bowl is amazing. If you guys aren't following, the WCBT is releasing the tour finals here every mm-hmm. second day. There's interviews, there's 
professionally done video, um, check out their their yeah. Facebook page or their YouTube channel. They come up every day at noon. Yeah, big thanks to Fragment Media for making those. Yes. Yeah. And screw you, Ty, but whatever. Did stream on here, oh, yeah. like, from Panorama when, on the Beef Bowl? Did it feed well? Like, we upgraded our uh, Wi-Fi. How did it come across? It From a viewer standpoint, it was dramatically better from when you, we did you challenge there. So mm -hmm. the internet is much better. It, it was, like... Uh, the equipment we used, it was crystal clear for the scoring. Um, it was wide angle for the bowlers, so you could watch like six or seven lanes play at the same time, but you only could see the scores from the, the set we were streaming. But I thought it looked fantastic from when we were streaming it, and I haven't heard anything bad besides the Facebook feed went down, I think, for half an hour on Sunday or something like that. But Yeah. Thanks again, Carrie, for doing that for us. Yeah, no problem. It was easy to set up, and I really didn't have to pay attention to it, so that was nice. <laughs> yeah and it, it's kind of isolated you put it up in the lounge you don't have to you, people aren't going to touch it it's just kind yeah, of away it. from everything right exactly so it's good yeah it worked out really good good to know mm -hmm. perfect yeah. thanks guys no thank, yeah, you. thank you guys. congratulations on a great event can't wait to be there next year <laughs> see you later yeah. all right are, are we just ending it here? Kurt, Kurt, Curtis is calling it? the podcast. See you later, Curtis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Did we want to do a wheel spin tire or are we good this week? Oh, we got more. Oh, uh, what, we got 10 minutes left to our hour and a half? Yeah. We can do one. Is it like yeah, a controversial it's... topic? Or... It might it be. Could be. It could be. The wheel of misfortune. Bowling commando? <laughs> Uh, we'll see. Could be easy, could be a discussion. That was a oh. bad skin. Oh. <laughs> great. The answer is great. It's clearly great. Great. Next topic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I love the 225 pod. It's awesome. I love it because we couldn't see what it was. Do you know what? I will say this right now, uh, Tyler, you're going to be in the same boat with me real soon, just mm -hmm. like your brother. Um, and if I had my choice, I'd be just shaving it off right now. Who's Who's got less hair? You or Dex? You always have hats on. Oh, definitely oh. me. I went I went to get my hair cut for grad. And like I, I was seventeen, and I didn't, I didn't know anything about it. I didn't, I didn't realize anything was happening. And she was like, "I'm gonna cut your hair like this, so you don't look like you're losing your hair so much." And I said, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's I've been losing it forever, and I don't care. I shaved my head for cancer when I was sixteen, and realized that I have a relatively normal shaped head. And I was like, "I'll be fine when I'm eventually bald," and that happened to be next year. <laughs> There's a reason why Curtis has as much hair as he does because when he did shave it for cancer, he's got like a bulldog, wrinkly, disgusting head. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks like, it looks like his brain is on the outside of his head. So if he ever he's got so bald, much brain, the inside of it, or his skull couldn't hold it off. Yeah, he needs to have the care for life, or I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you know that if you're bald in the front, it means you're a good thinker? And if you're bald in the back, you're a good lover? And if you're bald in the front and the back, you think you're a good lover. <laughs> Words of wisdom of Curtis. <laughs> so what does that make you then? None of the above? None of the above. In training. <laughs> I love it. So Tim, uh, are you shaving your head anytime soon or no? I don't have my choice. That's right. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. She tells me I can shave it, but then you deal with the consequences. And I yeah, no, that's don't exactly. Know oh, you do. could do it, but you know, yeah, that's fair. I just fair. don't know. I have a hard time. The fact is, I'm paying thirty dollars at Great Clubs for no fucking haircut. But that—that's the fucking issue I have. I was like, I can, I can just do it myself for free. Oh, anyways. I love the rage. Yeah, $30 for a haircut where she spends two minutes cutting it. It's great. Does she massage your head when she shampoos? Or... She there's not it. even a shampoo. You yeah, there's go no to shampoo. a barber. You go to a barber and you can get like a nice shave, get Hot the beard shave. trimmed up. Yeah. Do that. Yeah, it's on my to-do list. I'll, I'll look that up. Yeah. I, I'm pretty certain I'll get another haircut six months from now because it doesn't grow. So I probably putting ear hairs yet, like the grown big gnarly ones out of your ears. Yeah, actually, she did shave my ears when she was <laughs> shaving my sides. Weird. Yeah, Cindy, Cindy Weird. hates how much my hair is. Yeah, I can feel a dangle. Yeah. That's way worse than the tendon things. That's <laughs> you, when you get old, it, you get ear hair. Yeah. Well, you gotta get a trimmer. Like, yeah. there's there's ear trimmers, there's nose hair trimmers, like it's it's off off yeah. The tracks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, that's what that's that's what I'm thinking. Spin the yeah. wheel one more time, Tyler, so we can divert oh, from God. where he's growing hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay, this is an easy one to end on. Oh, I think this is oh. mostly for Kara and Curtis. Yeah. Who do you think wins the tour finals? I not, not Carrie. Ouch. <laughs> <laughs> I missed, I missed the match. But was it? Yeah, it was you two. Who won that one? Uh, I did. Oh. <laughs> one of us is three and zero. Oh. And the other one is wearing a five-pin universe hat. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Move, bitch. <laughs> exactly. He was in my way. Yeah, definitely. Nice. Curtis, do you have a guess? He probably doesn't know who's left. I haven't been able to see it, so. So with I the can't. matches that were released, you have Greg DeGrazia, myself, Mitch, Derek Holm, Colton. Rylan, Matt Harms, oh boy, uh, Dwayne, Justin. It's not Dwayne or Justin. I'm going with Matt. Matt, okay. Well, you will all have to tune in to find out. (laughs) Dun, 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 dun. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we will end this podcast. Um, The latest podcast is next week. That's it. Is it okay with you, Curtis? Are you good to go? 
I'm good, yep. <laughs> Thanks for uh, having la- me. Yeah, of course. Thank you for coming on. Uh, ladies' podcast is next week, so tune in, and uh, we'll see you all out on the lanes. Yeah. Ciao. Bye. Thanks, everybody.